Alright, let it breathe. No, no, do not get him singing, man. Please, please. I don't want Brian Howell to hang up. Right? We actually want Brian to come back on the program. People can't do justice to the weekend. No, you can't. And, and he's a hard voice to mimic. Oh, my God. All right. Hey, it's almost 11. I can all, oh, now we got Andrew. I love it. Brian, do you want to join in? <laughs> uh, anyway, Joey Cogsmere is back at the final word, 98.1 FM. We'll get to our man Brian Howell in just one second, but I've got to tell you about my good friend Roz Gannat and Gannat Jewelry Atelier, uh, the place to buy all of your jewelry. Christmas coming up, Alex. You want to make a big impression on your wife, fiance, mom, uh, any woman in your life that you want to show love to. Start, you go right over to 250 Columbine Street in Cherry Creek. It is the place to be. And Alex, I will tell you this, man. Just give him a call, 303-355-5050. He's in New York this week, and the guy's everywhere. I yeah, saw a picture of him he's all over and the his place. lovely lady riding bikes in New York City. <laughs> I, I This is the guy that is making a beautiful present for my beautiful wife, Bernadette. He made your lovely fiance, Monique's ring as well. That's right. Tell everybody real quick about Ross Absolutely, Gannat. Joey. Him and his dad, Itchik Gannat, have been in the Cherry Creek, North Cherry Creek area for the last 34 years. Uh, constantly winning all these different awards. But not only that, most importantly, is they're, they're philanthropists, Joey. They sure. give back to Colorado. They are immigrants, just like me and you are, Joey, sure. to this country. And they give back. They want to make sure that where, where they're at, they, they provide you know uh, the, the, the monies that other organizations can't help out with because they, maybe they don't have it. But Raz is a guy who he's a firm believer of giving back to the community, and he's done that for many years. He's now been on with us for four years. I implore Amazing. you guys, if you uh, gentlemen or you know anybody out there, get uh, off the sidelines. Get off the sidelines. If you're thinking about making that ring commitment and you want to do something, when I walked in, Joey, I had no idea what I was doing with no, my ring. I, I didn't know how to do it. He walked me through the process. He likes to be part of the romance. Uh, you know, it's awesome. Give him a call today at 303 355 5050. 303 355 5050. That's Cannot Jewelry Atelier. Well, our next guest is a guy that is a jewel in our book, and it's Brian Howell from the Boulder Daily Cameron. Brian is a guy that has been on several times. And, and the one thing I love, Alex, is he's straight, he, he shoots really the truth, and, and he doesn't have any reason not to. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian Howell33, at Brian Howell33. Good morning to you, Brian. And I tapped you on the shoulder in the press box, and I, I, we, I look, gave you a look. You gave me a look, and it was kind of like, geez, my goodness, what are we doing here today? Um, you know, it was a tough one for the Buffs yesterday, 30-0, to zero, going down to Minnesota. But as hard as it is for fans to watch that, for the coaching staff and the people that kind of connected with the program, they still have eight more, nine more games to play. So they have to keep these guys, you know, engaged. How do you think, you know, Carl Durrell and Darren Cheverini start Monday morning as far as keeping these guys, getting them off that? You've got to have a short memory and getting them on to Arizona State, which is, I, I believe, they lost as well last weekend. So they're going to be ready for a football game on Saturday down in Tempe. Where are you at with that? And good morning to you thank you for making time with us yeah good morning to you guys and yeah it was certainly a tough one and it's one that you know you can take two approaches to it and you, know, you can probably take a combination of both and one is that hey this offense is you know awful and it needs some changes and you know does that <laughs> include darren shivery not being part of this operation going forward does that include 
Darren Chivarini, uh having a lesser role. Uh, it doesn't include you know Drew Carter getting some snaps at quarterback instead of Brendan Lewis, things like that. Uh, so th- that's one approach: is that hey, this thing is is awful, and I've seen, I've had fans tell me there's no hope for the rest of the season. It's amazing how one game changes things because one week ago there was so much optimism, like whoa, we took the number five team in the country uh, to the brink and almost won. It's amazing how one thing, one week changes things. So the other approach is, hey, it's one game. Don't overreact. You can get back. The last time they got shut out in 2017, they came back and uh, they hammered Cal at home, and uh, you know didn't end up going to a bowl game, but I mean they they bounced back right away. So you know, you don't want to hit the panic button, but at the same time, it looks like you might need to in some ways on the offense. I get that, Brian, and good morning to you. I mean, look. I- Man, you're right. I saw you, and, and I looked at you, you and Adam, uh, Munsiger, and I was like, man, what's going on here today, guys? And uh, you know what? It's all it's all good. But, you know, this is Brian Howell. Uh, he, this guy is dialed in. Uh, he's a Colorado Buffalo's beat writer for the Buff Zone and the Boulder Daily Camera. He's an author of very uh, many several books, which I, I absolutely enjoy. Uh, Brian, so yesterday's game at halftime, I remember Platty going, six yards at halftime. That's the total offense, and he's been sacked three times to- or four times, excuse me. I'm like, that is a recipe for disaster, my man. I mean, Brandon Lewis, I like the kid. I know he's, I believe he's a four or five star recruit. The guy was dynamic in high school, but I think the game is too fast for him. We just had Mark Johnston on uh, previously in the last segment, and he, and, you know, he's a good kid. He's got the athletic ability to do it. And then I just, I think his he, this game is too little. It's just too much. It's too much for him, right? I mean, what do we need to do to hold back the Rams? And then to your comment about Darren Chevrini, I was getting tweeted out last night about Coach Chev should be gone and this and that. I'm like, well, you know what? If you don't have the horses, you can't call the plays. You know, I mean, you have the great philosophy and, and, and schemes to try to get this offense moving, but if you don't get the players to, to execute that, it's not going to work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Although, you know, this is. This is not just a one-year thing. This is not just three-game thing. You know, um, you know. I like Darren. I've gotten along with Darren, but I mean, he's been a play caller. This is now, his, I believe, his third year with the Buffs, and he's had horses. He's had, he's had Lavisca Chanel, Katie Nixon. He had Stephen Montez, who's still in the NFL, regardless of what people might think of Stephen Montez. Right? Um, he's had those guys, and the pattern with Darren Chivarini's offenses, and really Colorado over the years, is they start strong. They uh, you know put up a bunch of points in the early season. And then they kind of peter out, right? Uh, you look at the last six games against FBS competition. This goes back to the game three of last year. They've averaged fifteen point eight points per game against FBS competition. That's terrible, you know. And obviously, there's a shutout in there. There's seven points last week, but they haven't scored more than twenty four points against an FBS opponent since week two of last week. So uh, this has got to get fixed. I mean, you know, there, there's horses there. They have the offensive player of the, of the year in the Pac twelve last year, and still couldn't score a lot of points. So. They've got to do something to fix it. Well, and the other thing is, I feel bad for the defense, as I told Mark Johnson, because I think those guys do have some players. I think they've got some studs over on that side of the ball in so many areas, and I think that they just, through attrition, wear down like anybody will when you're out on the field 41 minutes. And the sad part about it, Brian, is through the course of a season with that kind of disparity, we know what the defense will look like come week eight or nine. You're going to have injuries, and you're going to have more chances for guys who you know are solid players they're solid because but you know but everyone has limitations right you you can't expect these guys to stay out on the field this long and be a stout defense by week eight or nine it just doesn't work that way yeah i mean we've seen it with the denver broncos over the years right (laughs) years where they've had really good guys on defense but not a lot of offense and what happens you don't win a lot of football games and 
you know, the Buffs have got to get that figured out because you're right, you can't be on the field for 40 minutes. I mean, the reality is Minnesota has not been a good defense the last couple of years, but they look like the 85 Bears yesterday, you know, because this offense can't do anything. So, you know, you've got to get something going on offense. I mean, Carl Durrell said in his post-game press conference, he goes, we got to figure out how to get a first down. And he's right. You know, I mean, forget points first off. Let's get some first downs. And then you can worry about getting points. So um, it's a big problem. And this defense is good. I think it, it can be a, a really good defense in the Pac-12. But if you're not scoring points, then it doesn't matter. No, I get that. You know, you know, I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing, man. But every time, like I was at the, I didn't go to the press conference yesterday because I was like, I was like, man, and, and this is horrible. I shouldn't have done that. And I should have gone. But last week at, uh, at Empower Stadium, you know, I think Carl Durrell talks to you directly, man. I mean, every time, like every everybody, everybody can ask questions. You have like three or four questions for him. You're like, kind of like you are the Mike Kliss of, uh, of the of the Colorado Buffs, man, because. He actually points you out. He singles you out sometimes. He and does I'm like, mention Brian a couple all times. All the time. Every time he's in the press conference, I'm like, I hope Carl Durrell never knows my name. I don't want him to, yeah. to fry me. But you know what? You're honest. That's what I love about it. You picked him to go uh, fifth in the Pac-12 South this year. And you know what? Maybe that was too high. I don't know. Uh, but, you you know, you're not you're – not, you know, you don't have buff glasses on right now and saying, well, they're going to be this and be that. You tell it how it is, man. And moving forward right now, I'm, I'm a little – I'm a little concerned that this could be a season that, um, man, it's a transitional season. I get it. Uh, Arizona State this week, first Pac-12 game of the year. Do you, do you are you still wavering from the fifth uh, spot in the Pac-12 <laughs> South, or are you, are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, where are you at, man, at this point? No, I mean fifth isn't too high if you've seen Arizona play. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, awful. They lost I mean, to Northern Arizona last night. Yeah, so I mean, yes, that, that team that team's horrible. So you know the Buffs should get at least one win there and not watch them go lose. But um, you know, I, I still think the Buffs. You know, if they get some offense going, I, I mean, you look at this Pac-12 stuff, like you mentioned, the stuff was 1-5 yesterday. You know, there's winnable games out for the Buffs if they can just get thing, they get this turned around. Can they win five and get to a bowl? I think that's possible. They've got players to do it, but can they turn things around right, right away? I don't know. You know, I think they can win, you know, three, four more games and, you know, give themselves a chance and we'll see what they can do. But, you know, I'm, I'm not coming off a of fifth because I, I do think that they've been about the fifth-best team in the South. Well, I'll tell you what, there lies the problem. We're discussing Brian Allen. We're asking him if he's going to come off fifth. Uh, I don't think they get to a bowl at fifth, first of all, and I think it's right on the money, and I think this is a five-win team, and you know, I think you could maybe play a tape recorder over the last 12 years and say, hey, this is a five-win team, and therein lies probably a deeper problem that's bigger than Coach Carl Durrell and Darren Cheverini, and that is the level of expectations for this program have diminished considerably. So, hey, Brian, real quick, it is an NFL show. We're about 20 minutes from kickoff in Jacksonville, and we know you know your stuff, although you're not predominantly a, a Broncos writer. Uh, give us your, your thought on the game at Jacksonville coming up in about 20 minutes, and, you know, can the Broncos go 2-0 and over a team that they're expected to beat, and they're actually favored in this game by six points? Uh, weather's supposed to be clearing up. Rami, according to Rami, she just texted a nice picture. The sun is out. Can Teddy Bridgewater make it two for two in his uh, debut as the Broncos quarterback? Yeah, I, I do think the Broncos go two and zero, but I hope Lavisca Chanel has about two hundred yards receiving and three touchdowns for the Jags. That'd be awesome, man. I, would I, be. I know you were close to him, man. You I know that him you're a big, yeah, big big fan. We're fans of Lavisca too. We think the Broncos should have drafted him. Yeah, he, he's a great player, and I, you know, you don't get super close to these players, but I, I do like Lavisca, and he came a long way at CU, and it, it'd be great to see him have a lot of success in the NFL. Well, you know what? Here's, here's another thing, real quick. I want to just chime in, okay, Brian. Um, 
the buffs yesterday. We don't want to waste those kind of crowds, right? In Folsom Field, I think it was like 44 yeah. and change, 45. I forget what planet. 47. 47. 47, yeah. man. It's pretty crowded. I, mean, I hate wasting that because in the fourth quarter, all that whiteout crowd was gone. And I'm yeah. like, man, come on, man. We had an opportunity to, you know, could have been a big build deal. some stuff, you know. And you know, it is what it is, all right, Brian. I mean, the Buffs are in the transition. Still right nine now, games right? left in the season. No, I, I mean, get it. I'm not. I, we're not. I don't we're not, we're not selling this on everything. season short, but man, it doesn't look good. No, but well, Brian, if you waste it, if you waste it, the crowd is 37 by November. So <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Hey, Brian, I really appreciate all your help this morning. Hey, let's hope that you have a wonderful Sunday and we'll see you up there here in a few weeks. Uh, I know you might be, are you going out to Arizona? Yeah, I'll be out there. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, good luck, safe travels to you and the buffs. We will talk to you again in a few weeks and, and really thanks so much for everything you do. You're a hell of a writer and we appreciate all your contributions to our program. Thank you very it, much. Guys. He's the man day. up there Thank in you, Boulder. Brian. Follow him on Twitter. At Brian Howe 33. Hey, when we get back, man, and I just got the standings from my big left tackle number 66. Here it is. Get ready. Put your money where your mouth is. It's the Lucas Liquor Superstore opening kickoff segment. Alex Ramirez, 3 0. Joe Rico, 3 0. Teddy Shee, 3 0. Joey B, 2-1, and one. and bringing up the rear currently, Dr. Eric Nacken from the R2 Medical Clinic, 1-2. and two. We'll get everybody's picks when you return to the final word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez on 98.1 FM. My Life Sports.